Hello, welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Going to be recording uh, from now on, just to let you guys know, all the reviews for games are going to be recorded on the night of the game. So just after the game, while it's still fresh in my mind, I'm going to come here, record the reviews, and then they'll come out on the Monday. Rather than me recording them all on the Sunday night, they're all going to be recorded on uh, after the game, on the night of the game. So it is still fresh in the mind. I'll give a better take on the game. And it's better content for you guys as well. So just to let you guys know. So if anything comes out, like suspensions after the game, stuff like that, days after, I won't know about it. Just to let you know, that's how I'm doing things now. But what a great game. Indigenous v. Moldy All-Stars. I thought it was a super game, a really competitive game. Uh, obviously, it's a preseason game, so there was a few errors in it. But uh, all in all, I thought that it was a really entertaining game of football. The Indigenous All-Stars were on song for pretty much... After, you know, the Dane Gagai hit at the start until the end. They were really, really solid. Uh, there was a few players definitely to shout out here, uh, which we'll get to in a second. But let's just go through the game. So, obviously, at the start, we get the big Gagai hit. Hits Latrell. Latrell knocks it on. They get a try straight off it. Tarpanay scores um, straight after that hit from Gagai. Uh, it was a big moment. Uh, not many people expected Gagai to hit Latrell and for Latrell to drop it. Uh, like it started, but it pretty much got the Maori All-Stars in the Indigenous All-Stars head for the first, I'd say, five minutes of that game. Uh, then the Maori side, uh, they were super intense to start the game as well. Although the Indigenous All-Stars had the upper hand in the first quarter, I thought the first half for the Maori All-Stars was their best. The second half, they sort of died down a lot, really. Not a little bit, a lot. Uh, they died down heaps. Uh, but Trell, obviously, after that moment, he stands up. And keep in mind, this is a kick that only Latrell can do. He kicks it right next to that right-hand touchline. Like, the fact that he got it so perfect, it is just insane. Latrell kicks it, gets right near that right touchline. Jesse Arthurs just takes it out. He only just stepped out, caught it, and only just stepped out. Then for the rest of that first quarter, it was pretty much all Indigenous All-Stars. Their forwards were outstanding, um, and they have a lot of momentum. Nico Hines and Trindle combined really well. But what was interesting about the combination, and Guru pointed it out on a post after the uh, first half, or I think after the first quarter uh, on his Instagram, that Trindle was the more dominant half. Hines was playing off Trindle for most of the time. Trindle was kicking the ball most of the time. Trindle obviously got the um, Preston Campbell medal as well. He had a massive game in that one. I thought he was really impressive. But he was the more dominant half in that game for the Indigenous All-Stars. So that was very interesting, not only from a rugby league perspective and how we're going to see the Sharks play in 2024, but you know, in a super coach perspective as well. It's going to be very interesting, those guys going the way of Nico Hines over Nathan Cleary. It sort of makes me want to go down the route of Nathan Cleary now for super coach, but we're not here to talk about super coach. We're here to talk about uh, the Indigenous v. Amaldi All-Stars game, which was an absolute banger. So Latrell, massive kick. Massive turning point. Obviously, Arthur's uh, takes it out, and the, and the Indigenous All Stars they really go on a rump uh, for that entire first quarter. Then the second quarter, things turn around. Leo Thompson has a really good carry off the kickoff. He was really solid as well through the middle. I thought him and Xavier Willison were the toughest guys in that Maori pack. Uh, really set the tone through the middle. Those two, uh, but I thought Xavier Willison out of the two was the better one. But Leo Thompson was outstanding. 
uh, the tough, tough huckers. It just reflected how tough the intensity was going to be. Those huckers at the start of the game were insane, absolutely insane. Out of the past four years, I think it's the best huckers we've seen, and I think it's the best game we've had as well and the better teams that we've had. We've said it, uh, obviously, when we did the reaction to the teams a few weeks ago, how good the teams were compared to previous years where there are a lot more rookies than there were stars in these teams. It was great to see a bunch of stars in there. The Huckers were super intense. The feeling, the passion was there. I think the night game is so much better because uh, you can do more with the night game. The day game just makes it seem like a trial and makes it seem shit, not like an actual event with meaning. I feel like the night games are so much better. It was just really nice to have that intensity and emotion in the game. Uh, anyway, Trell, I think he's slimmed down heaps. Uh, obviously, it was reported that he lost 10 kilos. You can fucking see it. He is so slim. He's much slimmer than uh, what we've seen from him over the past two years. He looks slim. He looks fit. And the bit that I liked the most was that he was getting heavily involved. He was going behind the ruck like a normal fullback should. Uh, he was getting heavily involved. Uh, was roaming both sides of the field. He was. He used to be very left-side dominant, Latrell. And obviously, when you've got a left side with uh, some pretty star players like Cody Walker, who he loves to combine with, and Alex Johnston, who scores most of South Sydney's tries, it's pretty obvious they'd go down that left-hand side, and it looks like they've got a similar plan, South Sydney, um, going into this year. But it was also nice to see Latrell roam both sides of the park. Uh, and yeah, he just looked really on song for most of the game. We did get a bit of an injury scare with that right knee, uh, but he said it was all good. So hopefully there's no dramas going into the season for Latrell. Uh, South Sydney already have enough dramas in the back line as it is. Isaac Thompson, Jacob Gagai, uh, Jack White and Campbell Graham, uh, and then obviously Tyron Munro. That's five backline players in depth that we've got out. So it's going to be interesting how our backline looks um, going into next year. The trials are definitely going to be a little bit of a preview into how our backline is going to look. Uh, but anyway, Latrell, really solid game from him, heavily involved. I loved to see Latrell getting involved, showing passion for his side. Uh, really good passing game, came with some really big moments in this game as well with that, uh, not just the kickoff, uh, but some really nice offloading with his flick passes, getting down both sides of the ruck, uh, ball playing. That first try that he set up for Josh Adokar was insane as well. So uh, Latrell Mitchell, great game from him. Uh, Royce Hunt, big second quarter for him. We obviously talked about Xavier Willison and Leo Thompson. I thought that Royce Hunt, particularly in that second quarter, was really intense as well. Uh, really showed a lot of intensity that the side needed uh, to get in front in that second quarter when they did. They were missing that a bit uh, going into the second half of the game. The intensity dropped right down. Uh, the main half couldn't wasn't really identifiable. They obviously had Cody Nicarima, Tamale Martin, um, and Jerome Hughes all on at the same time. You just couldn't really figure out who the main half was in this side. It was very confusing. Even Brandon Smith and Jazz Tavaga at hooker didn't really know who to pass to and attack as well. It was just uh, all over the shop. It's something that they should have probably prepped a little bit harder for going into those training sessions. When you have a spine like that with Brandon Smith, uh, who was, mind you, very quiet other than that little run that he had. Uh, we had the little spin move when Tony Staggs went down with that shoulder injury. Um, yeah, it was very quiet. I thought that Jerome Hughes was very quiet compared to what he usually does and what he usually uh, can do as well. I thought those two were very quiet. A lot of the go forward was coming through actually Dylan Walker, uh, who put up a no some nice kicks. Cody Nicarima as well at fullback. Uh, but even he was a bit all over the shop as well. Uh, it was a bit unorganized in the spine uh, for the Maldi All-Stars. 
Uh, in, in terms of positives, again, for the Maldi All-Stars, I thought that uh, Howarth was outstanding in that third, second, third quarter. I only had a little stint on the field, but he nearly scored a try like three times, and especially that set, it was actually the second quarter because it was that set where Royce Hunt had about three carries in the one set and got them pretty much 100 metres across the other side of the field. It was that really big set from Royce Hunt, and then Howarth nearly barged over, and then he went over nearly a few times as well. Had that one shit pass that went out the back. Um, and obviously, it was very hard to clean up. It was a pretty much a pass to no man's land. They had to really scurry back to clean that one up on that left-hand side. But, um, yeah, other than that, I thought that he was really solid and showed a lot of potential. I think that he's definitely ready for first grade. He was competing uh, with first grade back rowers in uh, Josh Curran. I think he was on that left-hand, uh, you know, on the right edge defending uh, the left-hand side for the Melody All-Stars. I think that he's definitely ready for first grade. Jack Howarth, he had a really solid um, solid carries, but a really solid game in that second quarter when he was on. thought he was really impressive. Uh, Hammer, that try off the kick from Trindle. I mean, it just goes to show how on uh, Trindle was all night. Um, he was really solid uh, with his kicking game. Trindle doing a lot of the kicking as well, but that chip for the Hammer was insane. Only just getting it down to it was nearly called back for a no try. Uh, it was an awesome try to watch. And Hammer, again, I thought it was a little bit quiet too, to be honest, especially when most of the traffic was going down that left-hand side. You know, it, it was very quiet. Obviously, um, there was a lot of cutouts to Josh Carr rather than getting Hammer some early ball. But um, I thought he was still good in the little moments that we saw him. But uh, a lot of the left-hand traffic went down the way of either Latrell Mitchell or to Josh Carr. And Triddle in the first quarter as well, he had another big moment where he had that grubber that sort of rolled um, on the ball side, almost like if you were to roll the ball like a bowling ball uh, on the side rather than a traditional grubber kick. And obviously, Jesse Arthurs had to flick it out. It was a really solid kick there from Trindle. He was just on all night with his kicking game. Really solid stuff. Um, obviously, the grubber in the first half and then, sorry, the first quarter and then the chip for Hammer in the second. Uh, as we said for the Maldies, there was a lack, a really big lack of direction. It was very confusing who the main half was. When they had the momentum, they just couldn't take it to that next step. And obviously, it uh, resulted in handovers or them having to kick on last tackle because they just couldn't uh, turn the burner on at the right time. Uh, Adokar, those two big hits on Arthurs and Gagai, I thought were really solid as well. He had some big moments in that game. And I'll tell you what, his defense, the two tries, he would have been a real smoky for that Preston Campbell medal. I'll tell you that for free. He was so, so good. Josh Adokar on that left. Uh, Indigenous defense was on all night. And it was a big reason as to why the Maldives couldn't go to that next level, couldn't score too many tries. Uh, Xavier Willison scoring in the last few minutes. He had a big game. We talked about that already. Um, but the Indigenous defence was the main reason why the Maldives couldn't really take it to that next step. And, uh, it, you know, the Indigenous side, they saved a lot of tries too, which was really nice to see. Great defence from the Indigenous side. And defence wins games. So yeah, not only did they have most of their momentum, you know, the Maldives still had 60-odd percent possession by the third quarter too. They had a lot of ball, the Maldives. They just couldn't go to that next step. Uh, credit the Indigenous defence. Really, really solid stuff. Man of the match was obviously Braden Trindle. You can tell why defensively uh, in attack as well. His kicking game, his you know choices in attack with his passing game as well. Really solid stuff. Uh, Hines was really good, but you could tell that Trindle was the main half in that team. 
uh, for majority of that game. So great game for the Indigenous All-Stars. Great win. Went the opposite way of what I thought it was going to go as well. I obviously thought that the Moldies were going to win with that spine of Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith. But both of those guys were really quiet. Uh, obviously a preseason game, so don't take too much out of that. But they were very quiet in that one. And obviously we didn't really know who the main half was. And there was a lot of lack of direction, as we said, which cost the Moldies the game. But solid game, uh, as I said, way better than the games that we've got over the past two years. It was the best one we've had in two years, that's for sure. Uh, obviously, the night games in Townsville are always really entertaining, and I can't wait for next year's one. It is going to be an absolute ripper. Well.